This is Anna from the Pop Prism Power Podcast, and this is the Geek World All-Stars Podcast Network. Broadcasting very fast and very dangerous from the planet Malastare, you are listening to So Wizards. You're thinking, you said people going to die? The only podcast to make the Kessel Run in under 12 parsecs. There'll be no one to stop us this time. What's going on, everybody? It is time for episode number 256 of the So Wizard podcast. I'm your host, Joey DiCarlo. My co-hosts, back from assignment, the queen of all nerds, Aubrey Litchfield. Hi. (laughs) And the expert, Mr. Marquis, Marcellus Reagans. Hello, my babies. You. Are listening to So Wizard Podcast, where three friends discuss the world of nerd podcasting weekly. This week, we've got some nerdy news to talk about, including a trailer for Jumanji 3. And then we're going to jump right into Aubrey's pick for I Hate You Now Watch, a retro review of Love and Other Disasters starring Brittany Murphy. Before we get into all that, how is everyone doing? Aubrey, we didn't see you last week. How you been? I've been great. Saw Toy Story. Uh, Noah asked the entire movie theater when he was going to get a brother. (laughs) (laughs) And the answer was? I was like, don't you even. (laughs) (laughs) It's like you get get a dinosaur and be quiet. (laughs) (laughs) He waited until it was right before the movie started. So you always have that like complete silence. Yep. That's when he blurted it out. And Noah doesn't know how to whisper either. So the entire movie theater heard it. <laughs> Gotta be kidding me. You had this whole time to talk and you waited until now. But yeah, that's about it. That's all I've done. How did you like Toy Story? Um, it was okay. I'm not the biggest Toy Story fan. So I didn't really care too much. But it was good. It's good for what it was. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. How about you, Mark Ellis? What's going on? Uh, yeah, I'm good. I did not make it to see Avengers this week like I wanted to. I got talked out of it. Shout out to uh, Pino Comics for uh, clearing the cobwebs out of my head. Because I, I was desperately going to go see Avengers Endgame. And uh, they pointed out that I should just take that money and put it towards the DVD that's coming out in a few weeks. So uh, that seems to be the better move. So I did that not go true. see it. I, I watched the uh, extra scene on YouTube and it was not impressed. <laughs> Yeah, someone put it online, and I pretty much watched the whole thing, and I would have been kind of upset if I sat through... I mean, the movie is awesome as it is, but for that to be the bonus stuff, um, it's a little, it's a little weak. It's a weak step on Marvel's uh, Marvel side. Yeah, the uh, PS2 graphics of the Hulk and that, um, that deleted scene are pretty funny, though. And uh, I honestly don't think they're going to make enough to beat Avatar, so uh, all hail the King James Cameron. That's right. Never doubt James Cameron. All right, so that's me, dude. How, how have you been, Joey? Uh, I'm good. You know, uh, me and the kids went to see Toy Story 4. Oh, so I didn't even ask you, Mark. What did you like? Did you like Toy Story 4? Uh, I did like it. Yeah. Yeah. I don't. There was a lot of uh, buzz about it before, about when the movie came out. Everyone was like, oh, this is definitely going to win the uh, best animated movie of the year award because it's so good. And I thought it was it was good, but I don't think it was the best out of the out of the four. 
think it might actually be the worst one out of the four, but it's still good. I still enjoyed it. Um, but I think the other three are, are better. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, the kids uh, went to see Toy Story 4 just on a whim yesterday. Uh, we had nothing to do. We were sitting around the house. I, we hadn't seen it yet. And I said it would be very nice to my wife to get me and the kids out of her hair for the afternoon. So we went and saw Toy Story. And what did they think of it? Uh, they both liked it a lot. Um, I liked it too. I thought it was funny. I really liked Forky. Yeah. Uh, I liked him trying to dive into the trash all the time. Trash. <laughs> um, I really liked uh, the bunny and the duck. Yeah. They were really funny, except their uh, storyline made no sense. So that kind of sucked because they were all about wanting to find a kid and then they didn't care about that and they went off with Bo Peep at the end instead where there was no kid. So <laughs> I like how they were all about burning everything down, though. Yeah. But I liked it. Yeah, it was good. It wasn't uh, next level, like I would say Toy Story 2 and 3 are, but it was definitely good. It's not like a bad movie or anything. It's just you're judging it against like masterpieces. Right, exactly. You know, being like a, I gave it like a three and a half out of five against movies that are like six out of five. So Mm -hmm. it's a little tough, but yeah, it was fun. So, you know, that was that. Now uh, getting ready to go see Spider-Man tomorrow. And uh, me and Janine watched The Thing last night. (laughs) <laughs> I saw that. What did you? Uh, what did she think of that movie? She's working her way through my top ten movies of all time that she hasn't seen. Okay. So um, we decided to start with the thing. Um, one of my favorite movies of all time. She liked it a lot. She said it was very scary and creepy and really gross. A. I just realized Gabby Gabby is my lady, Christina Hendricks. No, she wasn't. Yes, she was. Holy shit. <laughs> Well, fun fact. There we go. <laughs> Carry on. Um, yeah, so Janine really liked it. Um, and I guess we're moving on to Starship Troopers next. So. Wow. She's going to have a whole new appreciation of your movies after uh, this little experiment is done. I hope so. All right. But that will do it for us. Let's talk some more about us. Mark Ellis, why don't you tell the listeners where they can find more So Wizard Podcast? All right, so everybody can go to soulwizardpodcast.com where you will find new episodes every week. Uh, You'll find movie reviews from yours truly, Netflix and Amazon streaming picks from our buddy the awesome Adam Wallyhawk. You'll also find our merchandise there so you can purchase some of our Soul Wizard t-shirts. Look good while you're representing our show. Uh, A great way to support our show is by doing your Amazon shopping through the link that we keep right on the website. Click on the Amazon logo. Do your shopping, receive your products, and that way you'll be helping out our little podcast. Uh, you can also find our social media links there on the website. We have Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. You can subscribe to us on Apple Podcast and give us a five-star review while you're there. Uh, you can also find us on a Stitcher Radio app for your tablet or smartphone. We're on Podbean, Google Play Music. You can also stream our show through Spotify and through Podcoin, where you can earn points points that you can turn into gift cards uh we also have a patreon account that you can support a monthly donation will get you bonus content from us here at so wizard uh, we also have a youtube page where there's new content put up uh every week uh and i believe that should be it shout out to all of our podcasting buddies all over the world back to you joey Just to get 
all out are yourself. Think about it. <laughs> oh, that's my favorite Christian quote. All right, let's uh, let's dive into the news. We got some stuff to talk about this week, Marcellus. Yo, pump it up. It's time for the news. Yo, we getting ready to bring you the news, boy. Okay, so this week in nerdy news, uh, there was an announcement that I feel like I've made this announcement for at least once every six months for the past five years. Uh, Sandman is being made into a live action something. Uh, <laughs> usually it's a movie, but this Joseph, Joseph Gordon let it presents. <laughs> but this time it looks like uh, I want to say it might actually happen this time because there's a lot of money involved. Uh, but Sandman has landed at Netflix. Warner Brothers decided that they needed some cash, uh, most likely to pay J.J. Abrams as he comes aboard. So instead of uh, saving this highly anticipated show that uh, people have been waiting for for years, decades even, uh, instead of saving it for either their streaming service or even a DC streaming service, they sold it to Netflix for a decent amount of money. And Netflix uh, said, yes, we will totally take that IP. So Sandman... Failed getting off the ground as a movie. Looks like it's going to be developed as a TV show for Netflix. What do you guys think of this? Let's start with our resident comic book expert, Joey. <laughs> um, yeah, great. Good, good, good for Netflix and Neil Gaiman. But you know what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to rankle some feathers here. Uh, I, I don't really like Sandman all that much. Wow. <laughs> it's just not my thing. Right. It's not the type of comic books I like to read. Um, it's just not my thing. Uh, I, I just don't understand why it's not going on the DC Universe app or being saved for the Warner streaming service. Yeah, because they, they, I'm, I'm telling you, dude, Warner Brothers needs some cash inflow. They need some money. Like the DC movies are not kicking it like they should. They need some cash inflow. And Netflix is like, yes, we will buy that. <laughs> We're a lot of money. It's going to be a lot of money they must they're sinking into this and it's it seems like it's almost unfilmable. I, I don't know what you're going to make a probably looking at like five or six seasons to do it properly and I I, I don't know. It just seems unfilmable to me and uh, I, I'm sure it's much better to do it as a TV series than a uh, a movie, but wow, I I don't even know how this is going to turn out, but they spent a lot of money on that and they haven't even started filming yet. Yep. Well, Neil Gaiman's involved as per usual. So, and he's on a he's on a hot streak right now. He has a couple of different shows on different networks. So, this could be a good fit for him. Aubrey, are you familiar with the Sandman storyline at all? Is this something you might be excited for? Trash. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> I think it's going to be stupid. I don't know too much about Sandman, so maybe I'm wrong, but I I don't really care about this concept. Mm -hmm. I think it's stupid. Yeah, I'm open to be impressed. I never did read the books, or I, I never read all of the books. I read some of them, um, but I'm again, it's one of those things where I can read the books, or I can just wait for the movie. And this was back in 1997, so uh, I'm still waiting. <laughs> Can't wait to fold all the t-shirts at my other job. Oh, yeah, yeah, get ready for that merchandise blitz. Um, okay, so then in another, I guess a live action adaptation that I didn't really see coming. Uh, another television show, it looks like Final Fantasy 
is going to be turned into a live action TV show by uh, Sony Pictures Television. They haven't announced where they're going to put it, uh, whether it's going to be Netflix or Amazon or any streaming service. Uh, but the companies behind a video game, I want to say Square Enix, does that sound right? Yes. All right. Square Enix and Hivemind are going to be uh, executive producing this show. So it's going to be something original, not a story that's based on one of the previous games. And uh, I don't know, for some reason, this seems, is Final Fantasy something that people really want to see as a live action story? That's this, From what I know of it, it seems like it can only exist as uh, a CG movie or TV show. Um, Aubrey, what do you think of a live action Final Fantasy mo- uh, TV show? I think Sony's going to ruin it. There's an opportunity for it to be good, but I think Sony's going to ruin it. Do you think this these characters and these situations is something that could lend itself to be like a really good live action TV show? I mean, it, it might be cool if somebody did it right, though. Mm-hmm. And it depends on which Final Fantasy they're doing. Well, they're going to do an original story. They're going to introduce some of the characters from the video games, but the story is going to be completely original. Yeah, I think it's going to be trash. <laughs> All right, Joey, what about you, man? Um, uh, I, I don't know, dude. Is this going to be a sequel to The Spirits Within? No. <laughs> did you ever see that, Mark? I see it. I saw it on the big screen, son. So did I. <laughs> I think I have it on DVD downstairs. Wow. Um, it's really bad. It is really bad. <laughs> and I, I really wanted to like it, too. I'm like, finally, they're making a a complete CG movie where they can just get buck wild and go crazy. And then I, I watched the movie and I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> I remember they had, uh, the main character that, uh, Ming Ma Wen, yep. uh, voices, uh, in Maxim. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember that? No. Yeah. There was like a centerfold of her in like a bikini. <laughs> that's, that's awesome. That's it. Yeah, I mean, I guess it's supposed to be mostly based on Final Fantasy 15, Aubrey. Interesting. But uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, if it's not going to be based on seven or eight or maybe four, even nine, those are the most iconic ones, I would say. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just another generic sword and sorcery show. So I, I don't know what the big deal would be at that point. So I guess we'll see. You know, I kind of wish that I could get into Final Fantasy because there was uh, something called Advent Children that came out, like a like a movie. Um, yeah, it was good. It was based on Final Fantasy VII, but it was more like an an animation. Mm-hmm. It was good. I actually own it on DVD. Yeah, it looked really cool, and I'm like, oh, I would love it. I would love this movie if I could understand what the hell was going on. And I just well, uh, let it. me put it to you this way, Mark. Uh, not only did I, well, I'm sure Aubrey did too, but uh, I beat Final Fantasy Seven. I want to say like two or three times, and uh, I still didn't understand what was happening <laughs> <laughs> in Advent Children. So. But visually, it's cool. So you know, right? It looks great. Yeah, it yeah. Looks visually, it's stunning. I actually bought a used copy from Fye at one point. Um, just to have it because I visually it's it's a gorgeous movie, but yeah, I don't understand what's going on in it either. Okay, good, good. That was just me. All right, so uh, we will see what happens with Final Fantasy, uh, what streaming service it jumps on, and what it looks like. Uh, I don't know. I think the Final Fantasy, the people who really are into Final Fantasy, I think they'll be down with it. Okay, so then uh, we had a couple of trailers that dropped this week. 
Uh, man, it's all stuff based on the older stuff, I'm, I'm realizing. We got a trailer for the new or the next adaptation of Charlie's Angels uh, based on a hit 70s show where it does kind of pay tribute to some of the uh, some of the things from the, the last live action movies that came out a few years ago under Big G. Uh, I watched this trailer and I, I'm not going to lie, it didn't really do anything for me. And I love the first Charlie's Angels movie with Drew Barrymore and Cameron Diaz and Lucy Liu. I think that movie is actually really, really good. The second one I think is okay. But this one I watched it and I'm like, I'm not really sure we need this. I'm not really, there's nothing about this trailer that makes me go, yes, I definitely want to see it. Unlike the uh, the original ones. But what did you guys think of the Charlie's Angels trailer? Uh, let's start with you, Aubrey. It wasn't that bad. Yeah. I mean, it, it looks cool. I don't know. Jasmine's probably the only person in it that I like besides Elizabeth Banks. Well, Patrick Stewart was there too, so I can't really say that either. But I don't know. It looks okay, but I feel like they're trying too hard in a sense. So I guess we'll see how it is when it comes out. I don't think this is going to be one that we're going to put on the list to watch, from what I can guess. Uh, Joey, what did you think of uh, Charlie's Angels 2019? Why is this not going to be on the list? Because it looks like, I don't know. Do do you do feces? There was doo-doo feces thrown all over the walls, the floor, the ceiling, and it stunk so bad. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, wait, so uh, it does look like doo-doo, but Mark, it has, you know, 2019 Woman Crush of the Year Dark Horse candidate Princess Jasmine in it. Yes, that's true. That is the selling point. And actually, the other girl that was in it, too. Not uh, <laughs> not our favorite plank of wood, Kristen Stewart, um, the other actress, who I didn't, who I didn't, I didn't recognize. <laughs> you don't know who it was, but you're, you're there for her day she, one. Yeah, she was like tall and hot. I'm like, okay, that, that, that might get me into the theater, too. <laughs> you're nuts. Um, yeah, it, it, this was not a good trailer at all. Like, there's literally nothing that made me say, yes, I have to go see this. And it also felt really weird and like, late 90s early 2000s that it kept pushing like soundtrack featuring ariana grande miley cyrus <laughs> like what what is this night is this like 1998 right now what is happening well so they they have to live in that in the footsteps of destiny's child doing the other charlie's angels soundtrack so this one is you know three three more ladies teaming up to make a charlie's angel song that's all like hey kids I, remember charlie's angels <laughs> <laughs> i guess um, I do like Elizabeth Banks, uh, but I mean, there really was no hook here other than thinking a couple of the actresses in it are hot. Yep. I don't know, I'm not really sure what the hook is. And it's again, you know, none of them are like prime Drew Barrymore hot. So, <laughs> um, yeah, the hook is, uh, from director Elizabeth Banks. <laughs> I keep saying that over <laughs> yeah. and over again. And I'm the like, visionary director behind <laughs> pitch perfect Two. <laughs> Yeah, so I'm like, I don't know if that's selling it. I mean, she's no McG. Let's put it that way. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> so yeah, we'll see. I don't know if this is gonna make the list for uh for our reviews. I honestly don't know, but um, yeah, we'll see. Depends on what else is coming yeah. out that week. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So then, uh, the last trailer that came out was a trailer for a movie that I honestly didn't realize was coming out so soon. 
I want to say is Jumanji 2, but Joey, I think you're right. It is Jumanji 3. The Rock, Jack Black, Kevin Hart, and Karen Gillan are all back in it. Uh, this time they're joined by Danny DeVito and Danny Glover, uh, which is awesome. Uh, but another Jumanji sequel where the characters go into the game and uh, hilarity ensues. What did you guys think of the trailer? Let's start with you, Joey. Um, I mean, I hate to be Debbie Downer today, but I didn't think this was that good a trailer either. Wow. Um, but that being said, I loved the last one. I was legitimately stunned <laughs> when we saw it that it was so good because my expectations were to be for it to be trash. Um, I only went to see it with Colin because he wanted to see it. And I was like, all right, whatever. Um, we didn't even do it on the show. I don't think. Did we? No, I don't think so. No. So, uh, yeah, I had no expectations. I walked in. I was blown away. It was awesome. Obviously, I love Karen Gillan. So, you know, I'd probably be there day one for her in a half shirt anyway. But I I don't know. I just really wasn't feeling the hook of this one with uh, them being old people. Mm. So it felt really stale and old. (laughs) (laughs) But like the jokes you could see coming a mile away about being old and out of it and blah, 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 blah. So, really wasn't feeling that, but I'm still going to go see it because, again, I really did like the last one, and there's no way the kids are not going to let me not see the <laughs> this one. So, yeah. And we'll be doing it for the show because there's nothing else coming out this Christmas. It'll be a good time. I'm, I'm all in. It's good. It's The Rock. It's Karen Gillan. It can't be bad, right? Uh, when has The Rock ever been in a bad movie? Oh, yeah, you're right. Never. What is that, Skyscraper? Shut up. <laughs> Doom? <laughs> Primal Rage? Uh, Aubrey, what about you? What did you think of this Jumanji three trailer? Um, I I laughed. I thought it was funny. Mm-hmm. Is it something you think you uh we you want to add it to the list? Is something we go see this Christmas? Yeah, I mean, what else are we gonna go see besides a movie called Star Wars? Yeah, I was gonna say there's a Star Wars. <laughs> and I just realized I called it Primal Rage Rampage. <laughs> <laughs> see, <laughs> both video games. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I'm I'm definitely going to go see it. I actually bought the first Jumanji because I thought it was going to be garbage, and it was surprisingly hilarious. I laughed the entire time when we saw that movie. Um, so I'm really excited to see the next one. Nice, nice. I actually really like this trailer. I thought it was. I thought they did a good job selling that it's more of the same, even with the uh, the older people. That's that's the hook. The hook is now it's uh, Kevin Hart gets to play Danny Glover. And I think that's funny. I think that's cool. So uh, it did surprise me that the trailer's already out. Because I remember, at least I thought, right after Jumanji was done, The Rock went and did uh, Jungle Cruise for Disney. And now the next Jumanji is already out. Where What happened to Jungle Cruise? Strange. It's like a, a rock movie that just disappeared. It got delayed a year. Did it really? No. Yeah, it's coming out next summer. Wow. Yeah. They're like, all right, we already got too many rock movies in 2019. We got to spread it out a little bit. That's right. There's only so many rocks that people can handle. Exactly. Um, But yeah, I am excited to see this movie. I think it's going to be cool. Putting it out at Christmas is a good look. And, uh, you know, if it's as entertaining as the first one, I think we got another big hit in our hands. So, uh, yeah, I'm excited for it. Um, I can't. What the hell is the the subtitle for this. It's not Jumanji. I thought it was Jumanji 2, but it's not it. What is, what is it? It is Jumanji colon the next level. Oh, all right. 
Fine. We're not allowed to use numbers in movie titles anymore. So. Um, right. So, yeah, that's it. That's all I got for the news. Awesome. Well, we'll take a quick break. We'll come back, and it's time for Aubrey to punish us with love and other disasters. Hey, what's up, everybody? I hope you're having fun listening to this episode of So Wizard Podcast. But did you know you can actually get paid just for listening to us? I know it sounds crazy, but it's true. We've just discovered a new app called PodCoin, and it literally pays you to listen to podcasts. Here's how it works. You listen to the podcast you love, and you earn PodCoin while you listen. Then you turn that PodCoin in for gift cards at places like Amazon or Starbucks, or if unlike me, you're a good person, you could actually donate it to charity. The more you listen, the more you earn. Here's what you got to do. Download the free app right now on your iPhone or Android device. I've got a special code for you. Simply use our code WIZARD when you sign up and you'll get 300 PodCoin just to start off. If you listen to enough of us on there, you can get a drink at Starbucks or an Amazon gift card and it's like I gave it to you. So go ahead, go listen to this podcast or any of your other favorite shows on PodCoin and sign up with the code WIZARD. It'll change the way you listen to podcasts. Watch this. Watch what? All right, we're back. And so this is the latest entry in a little side series we like to have on the show called I Hate You Now Watch, where one of the co-hosts picks a terrible movie and forces the other two to watch it, and then we react. So what movies have we done in the past for this? Uh, Kiss Meets the Phantom of the Park, uh, Twilight. Cool Cat. Cool Cat Saves the Kids. Mm-hmm. Xanadu. Yep, Xanadu. So we've had uh, had some winners in this one. So, Aubrey, this was your pick, Love and Other Disasters. Uh, why did you pick this movie? Because I hated this movie. <laughs> Absolutely hated it. I, I was telling Mark earlier, I looked back, I wrote a review in 2014 on Rotten Tomatoes, and I said I gave it a half a star. And said, saying this movie is bad doesn't even begin to touch the surface. And I also reviewed this movie on Netflix on Christmas of 2010 and gave it zero stars. Wow. So I hated this movie. It was my least favorite movie in the entire world. I, I hated it. And, and it's only a little over an hour long. And it felt like an eternity when I was watching it. Now, Joey, you'd never seen this movie before, obviously, right? No. Until Aubrey started talking about it, I didn't even know this movie existed. Yeah, I knew it existed because of uh, me working at a video store. and It's filled with pretty Murphy movies and like in, in the comedy department. So, uh, yeah, I knew of it. I just never watched it. I always wanted to because it's executive produced by David Fincher and Luke Bassan. So I'm like, holy shit, if these two guys are working on this movie, then I, I need to see this movie. Um, but I never did. <laughs> until this week those two guys are like bang the shit out of britney murphy so that <laughs> they, they had this to movie would this get movie made. terrible so what did you think mark uh it's not good it's not good <laughs> but i really wanted to give it a chance uh because i you know i go to every movie with a with the hope that this is going to be something like like a, a diamond in a rough you know it's a, a rare treasure to find and I really wanted to give this movie a chance. I didn't completely hate it. I didn't want to like claw my eyes out. 
but it's not a good it's not a good movie it it tries but it's not a, it's not a good movie i do like britney murphy though i didn't realize she was so cute i fucking hated this movie <laughs> i think this could be the worst movie i've ever seen no way um i uh you know if you've listened to this show for a long time Oh, and hopefully you have and you will in the future. You know I've seen a lot of bad movies. I'm like a bad movie connoisseur, you know? Cycle Vixens, you know, Doc, Dr. Gore, Werewolves on Wheels, you know? You're just making those up. Those aren't real movies. They're real movies. <laughs> um, you know, The Incredibly Strange Creatures Who Stopped Living and Became Mixed Up Zombies. Um, you know, I've, I've seen seen it all. I've seen it all, man. I've seen a lot of really bad movies. This is probably one of the worst, if not the worst movie I've ever seen in my life. Jeez. It was like physically painful. Like it started and I was like, oh, okay. Like, so it starts and there's like a script like appearing on the screen or something. Yep. And then the movie starts and I'm like, okay, so this is just like somebody's script or like a dream or a TV show they're watching. And then I'm like, no, the whole movie is like this. The whole movie. And Aubrey, you're right. It was excruciating. It felt like I watched this movie for eight hours. I, would I remember like... when I first watched it and I watched it out of, so I have insomnia. Big surprise for everybody who knows that I fell asleep on the show <laughs> years ago. But I do. And I have these periods where I can't sleep at all. And this just happened to be on Netflix during one of those times. And I had watched it on Netflix. And I remember when it ended, I was like, I just wasted so much time in my life. And then I looked at the clock and I was like, what? (laughs) There's no fucking way that the movie is only a little over an hour. It's so long. I like, I was like watching on my computer. So I like scrolled down to see how much time had gone by. And it had been like four minutes. (laughs) And I was like, oh, God. And then I, I made I made it like another like ten minutes in, and I, I'm serious. Like you guys can see it in the chat. Like obviously you guys can if you're listening, but we have a secret Facebook chat. And I was just like, I can't do this. I can't. I can't do this. All right. So Aubrey, please tell us what this movie is all about. So the movie is it's about Brittany Murphy used to live in America, or she's born in America. Somehow she ended up in London. She's working for Vogue. And she, like, tries to hook her roommate up, who's gay, with this dude who also works at Vogue. But then she finds out he's straight and ends up, like, falling in love with him somehow. (laughs) I don't think that's quite the way it worked. (laughs) It's it's all weird. It's all weird. I don't know. it's it's hard to follow because it goes all over the place. But essentially, like, she she doesn't understand that he's not gay and he's straight. Right. Which is weird because she prided herself on her gaydar at the very beginning of the movie. She's like, oh, yeah, yeah I can tell who's gay and who's not. And just looking at the guy, looking at his reaction to what, what she was doing and saying, clearly, he's not gay. Mm-hmm. And she, she just didn't see it. oblivious. You know, one thing I did like, besides the fact that Luke Passan and David Fincher's name was on it, um, I did like the cast. Uh, I thought Catherine Tate was really cool. I love Catherine Tate. Love her. I don't know what happened with this movie. <laughs> you didn't think she was good in the movie? 
I thought she was she was good in the movie. She was the only good part of the movie. But that's it. Joy, what did you think of Catherine Tate? The, I, I the don't other even know chick, who that is. The other chick that wasn't Brittany Murphy. Oh, I don't know. She's old. <laughs> um, this whole movie felt like, you know, when you're, you're homesick from like school or work and you have like a really bad fever, like you're really sick. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. And you're laying on the couch and you're just flipping through random shit on TV and you can't really concentrate on what's on the TV. You're going in and out of being sick, falling asleep being delirious that's what watching this movie was like for me <laughs> i don't understand what was happening i don't know what was happening i couldn't tell what any of the characters names were everybody was gay i don't i don't even know what happened so she is one of these people who are just like uh like the center of the universe like she everyone is kind of drawn to her she's the glue that keeps her little group of friends together uh her roommate's gay and she and like Arby says, she wants to hook him up with this gay guy at her job who she thinks is gay, but it turns out he actually isn't gay. Um, and he, for some reason, fell in love with her, but just couldn't find the time or the words to say, hey, I like you. Uh, and in the meantime, she's banging some other guy who she doesn't love, but she just likes to have him around. She can't commit to it. The the pretty much the thesis of this whole movie is she loves people who she can't be with and she's with people that she can't love basically that's the that's the whole gist of this entire movie and it's her journey to learn that even though she said it herself but it's her journey to realize that towards the end of the movie um okay (laughs) and then her gay roommate writes a whole book about it Right. Turns into a movie with Gwyneth Paltrow and Orlando Bloom. Right. He writes a movie. As Joey said in the beginning, This the movie that we're watching is the movie that he's writing, which I actually thought was pretty cool. I actually love when movies do that because um, it gives you an idea. It lets you know that the world that you're entering is being, I mean, all movies are based on scripts, but it lets you know that this world has different rules. Like when she's in a car and she's saying, she's telling the guy that she thinks gay her life story and she's like oh god i don't want to be one of those characters in the movies that spills out her life story and there's violins playing in the background and as she's telling this there's violins playing in the background as she's spilling out their story so it's it has like it's meta scenes in it which i thought was I actually thought was clever because I, I love movies i love movies that point and uh make fun of other movies and i thought Brittany murphy was cute did i did i mention that already She's so annoying in this movie. She slips back and forth Mm -hmm. between a British accent and an American (laughs) accent. One minute she has a British accent, and the next she has an American. And they explain it in the end, and it makes no sense. No, they they explain it right at the beginning. Right at the beginning of the movie, they say she's she's technically a British person. She was born in England, but she grew up in American. So her, but that's her, not how it works. That's <laughs> not how any of this works. You're, <laughs> you're absolutely right. That's not how any of this works. But that's why uh, that's what makes it funny is that they, they know they can't cover it up, so they have to put it in a script. It's kind of how it's Gal so Gad- annoying. If you go to Themyscira, everyone speaks like Gal Gadot, even though Themyscira technically shouldn't be from that area. It's just one of those things that they use to cover up their accent or lack it's, of accents. Renee Zellweger. <laughs> disguised her American accent so well 
that everybody on the ca- on on the set of Bridget Jones thought that she was actually British. It can be done, Brittany Murphy. It could have been done. <laughs> Brittany Murphy is busy doing a bunch of drugs. But it, it oh my god, that part was so infuriating for me. And then on top of that, her calling everybody babies. Hello, my babies. Hello, babies. Oh. My <laughs> lord, I wanted to strangle her. Shut up, shut up, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it did get annoying after a while, but I th- it 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 went to the point where oh, that's kind of cute to being really annoying to being so annoying that I enjoyed it. I screamed at the TV. <laughs> I was so angry. It was so obnoxious. So, what did you think of? Uh, all right, so I wanted to ask both of you. What did you think of? Catherine Tate's uh, poem that she read in the uh, the museum that had all of the dead pig carcasses hanging up. Do you guys even remember that scene? Um, I, I think it was supposed to be funny, right? That was the only time I laughed during this entire movie because I wasn't. I like Catherine Tate. I had watched her when I first watched this movie. I had just watched her in Doctor Who. Yep. It was around the same time that she's in Doctor Who, and I just I love her. She could do no wrong. Yeah, I haven't watched Doctor Who, but she was really funny in The Office and like the later seasons of The Office. I thought she was really good. But yeah, she had a speech. She had like a spoken word poem that she read at this museum. And I thought it was actually really funny because it was fucking ridiculous. Uh, And I don't know, for some reason, that cracked me up. And it was the only time because I had the movie on. I wasn't really paying that much attention to it. Kind of like half in, half out. But then when she (laughs) when her speech starts off with big black dick, I'm like, what the fuck? Mark's like, you rang? (laughs) Meet Big Black Dick in Nice Soft Chick. I never knew the thrill I'd feel. (laughs) That shit was really funny to me. All right, so, and okay, so what'd you guys think of the cameos towards the end of it, the Gwyneth Paltrow and Orlando Bloom of it all? I thought that part was probably the only part that was funny in the whole movie. I liked Orlando Bloom playing uh, the other guy. That that was funny. Mm-hmm. And I, I hate going to Paltrow, but whatever. <laughs> Just that worked well with the scummy uh, producer guy's speech to him right at the end. So yep, that was fine. That was about the only part of the movie where I was like, oh, okay, this is funny. They're they're doing the uh, traditional Hollywood slow run towards each other in the airport, and they kept cutting back and forth between each one. So. They would move like a centimeter each time you, the, the camera would cut to the other person. It took forever for them to get to each other. This movie took forever. <laughs> well, Arbor, you picked it. I did because I knew it was trash. Mm-hmm. And I'm so glad you guys had to deal with it. <laughs> I, wish, I wish I had more to say. I wish there was like funny stuff that happened in it, but it's just like awful. It's like fucking physical torture watching this movie. Yeah. And and like Brittany Murphy, for some reason throughout the movie, continuously walks around naked just because she assumes that these people are gay. So like when when one time Paulo comes to the apartment and she's just in her underwear yep. and then she strips down and gets in the bath. Like, who does that? Who is comfortable being like, oh, I work with this person and they're gay. So I'm just immediately going to get naked in front of them. Yes, that was really annoying. One side of my brain is like, that's just a really dumb character trait. The other side of my brain was like, I kind of like Brittany Murphy. I'm not going to lie. 
<laughs> do, does do uh do straight girls do that around gay guys, Aubrey? No. no. Oh, all right. I we'll just start telling I people at work I was gay. So. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, at least I don't. I'm a pretty mm-hmm. modest human being in the first place, so I don't really do that in front of anybody. Um, not you're even a, my you're mother. Never, you're never nude. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> my mom actually makes a joke that I'm a never nude. And her and Josh laugh about it together because I am. I'm a never nude. Nice. <laughs> but so maybe I'm not the best judge of character, but I can't. I don't know anybody that would do that. I don't, I don't know. It, that annoyed the crap out of me because it's like, it's it's almost insulting to gay people. It makes people think that they want to see you naked all the time. And as such, that's not how it is. Mm-hmm. I don't care if you're gay. I don't want to see you naked. I don't care if you're gay. I, I don't want you to see me naked. It's just not how it's going to work. <laughs> Aubrey just does not like interaction with humanity. <laughs> I don't. Keep your clothes on, world. Keep them on. <laughs> All right. Mark, give me a score on this movie out of five. All right. Out of five, I'm going to give it a... I'm going to give it a... Mm, damn it. I'm going to give it a 1.5. I really wanted to give it a two. I'm sorry. I, I'm sorry, Brittany Murphy. I really wanted to give it a two, but no, 1.5. How about you, Aubrey? It's a zero. <laughs> it's a negative... Three from Aubrey. <laughs> I hate this movie. I will never watch it again. You cannot pay me a million dollars to watch this movie and not bitch. Well, I also will give it a zero out of five. I think it's probably one of the worst movies I've ever watched in my entire life. So good job, Aubrey, punishing us with this film. <laughs> I picked some really good ones. So, uh, all right. A couple things then housekeeping. Uh, Markellis, you are next to pick a movie for this semi-irregular series uh we did cool cat saves the kids earlier this year on patreon that was my pick this was aubrey's pick love and other disasters what in the future will you be punishing us with uh i don't know i haven't i haven't decided yet do you have any like no ideas no not at all because the last like getting a movie that to to represent the i hate you now watch catalog is a very tricky thing I don't have like a vast because honestly, I love movies. So for me to find a movie that I hate that I want you to watch, it's 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 a tough call. And I I failed with Mission Impossible last time. That was a big failure because you guys had nothing to say for it because you didn't watch it. I hated it. Exactly. (laughs) What did you think of Mission Impossible? Yeah, it sucked. And that was it. So (laughs) I have to I I really have to I have to pick out a movie that's going to work for this segment. And Mark picks Precious. (laughs) Based on a novel pushed by Sapphire. <laughs> so, yeah, I don't have one just yet, but I will be perusing through my uh, DVD collection to find something that could be worthy of the I Hate You Now Watch label that I could be proud of. Oof. All right. Well, after this one, Aubrey, you're just should be count yourself lucky that it is not my turn to pick again. <laughs> I am. I rule at I Hate You Now Watch. I don't know if Twilight, I would be proud of that. <laughs> and that's my boy. <laughs> Oh god, that was a bad one too. Wow, you're the worst. Wait, didn't we do Drumline? Was that was Drumline? Yeah, it was Aubrey's also, and it was not Drumline, Mark. It was Drumline Two, a new beat. Oh, thank you. <laughs> drumline, the next level. Drumline Z. Oh god. So, and finally, 
we uh, always shoot out a question to our Patreons. Of course, you can support us on Patreon at patreon.com backslash so is your podcast. Um, in our secret Facebook group, we always ask a question looking for their feedback. This week, uh, I asked, what is the worst movie that you've ever seen? <laughs> because uh, this was the worst movie I'd ever seen. Uh, Adam Wallyhawk said a movie called Jerry from 2002. I don't know what this is. Markellis, any idea? No, it doesn't sound familiar to me at all. Says Matt Damon and Casey Affleck walking through a desert, calling each other Jerry for the entire movie. Wow. I've heard. I didn't know that was the name of the movie. I have heard of that. I heard it was awful. It never got. I don't think it ever got released, actually. Wow. I don't. It uh, actually has a 61% on Rotten Tomatoes, mm-hmm. unlike Love and Other Disasters, which has a 20%. 20. Yeah. Yes. Yes. <laughs> All right. Uh, Random Randy Savage from Colt 45 chipped in with Going Overboard starring Adam Sandler, which I've never seen, which I have heard is face-meltingly awful. Uh, Maggie from Rock Candy jumped in with Hollow Man. She just says she remembers being angry after seeing it because it was so bad. (laughs) (laughs) And finally, uh, Brent from Home Video Hustle pitched in with Tyler Perry's Temptation. Oh, wow. That's recent. And he just said, fuck that movie. <laughs> Never he saw very, Going Overboard has an 11%, by the oh, way. Jesus. It doesn't even have a percentage from critics. It only has an 11% from the audience. Wow. Um, so just in the spirit of that question, what's the worst movie you've ever seen, Aubrey? This movie. <laughs> Mark Ellis. Uh, House of the Dead. Stand by it. Oh, well, that movie's funny. That movie That's- is awful. It's painful to watch that movie is it, is it doo-doo feces <laughs> there was doo-doo feces thrown all over the walls the floor the ceiling and it stunk so bad <laughs> yep that's house of the dead <laughs> love and other disasters is really bad um probably independence day returgence is the worst movie i've ever seen at least in a movie theater i've seen a lot worse movies but that was pretty bad so cool um, that's going to do it then. Let's wrap it up. Let's get some recommendations. Aubrey, what do you got for the listeners this week? Jessica Jones season three is on Netflix. Have I've you watched it? it all. I watched it all. It's Did really you like it? sick the week that I wasn't on the show and I watched it all and I did really like it and I'm going to miss it. Aww. And in it, Jessica Jones gives a bath to Patsy. What, Dreams come true, folks. What episode is that? So I can just skip right to that part. <laughs> it, it's uh, towards the end. Oh, all right. That's fine. Yeah. All right. How about you, Mark Ellis? All right. At the risk of sounding like a broken record, uh, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse is now available on Netflix. So if for some reason you didn't go see it in the theaters, like I told you, if you didn't get the DVD... Uh, like I told you, you can watch it on Netflix. Still one of the best Spider-Man movies ever made. One of the best movies of 2018. Uh, it's available on Netflix. Um, and also I've been watching Krypton uh, lately because the star of the show was on a podcast talking about it. And he his sales pitch for it intrigued me. I, he seemed like a really cool dude. He seems like a geek that just happens to look like Superman. Uh, So I've been watching the first season of Krypton, and it's not as action-packed as I thought it would be, but it's very, has a lot of really cool political intrigue. So if you like that type of shit, like Game Game of Thrones type of uh, political behind-the-scenes intrigue stuff, 
uh, Krypton might be a, a good fix for you. And it's it's uh, definitely a lot more Star Warsy than I thought it would be. So uh, I'm enjoying it. Krypton season one. All right. Uh, well, I will suggest that you go to SoWizardPodcast.com where you can find the podcast every week. Links to all our social media accounts on the right-hand side of the page. Movie reviews, streaming picks, so much more. SoWizardPodcast.com. Don't forget to subscribe to us on iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio, PodCoin, just about anywhere you get your podcasts. We will be there. Don't forget to check out our YouTube channel. Go to YouTube, search So Wizard Podcast Weekly, a new exclusive content on our YouTube channel. Last week, Adam posted a video. It's been our most popular one yet, talking about his feelings about GameStop. I'm sure me and Aubrey could fill up multiple videos with that topic. Um, yes. <laughs> and, of course, you can always support the show on Patreon. Go to patreon.com backslash Podcast, and you can support us monetarily, get extra exclusive episodes of the podcast. Coming up this month will be our retro review of The Dark Crystal. Somehow, all three of us have never seen that. And, uh, you know, they'll get other stuff as well. So check it out on Patreon. Uh, let's see. Recommendations. Uh, so we'll start with uh, uh, Stranger Things 3 will probably have dropped by the time that you have listened to this. Um, we're going to give it a few weeks to let everybody catch up and binge it. And then we'll be reviewing it on the podcast in about two weeks. So it looks awesome, of course. Check that out. Uh, I have been binging the hell out of Neon Gen- Genesis Evangelion on uh, Netflix. That, uh, yes, is an anime. Why don't you understand that anime belongs in the trash? (laughs) Um, Yeah, this is a retranslation and first time really for it being released in America in an easy to see way. So um, I really like it. It's uh, giant robots and monsters and goes way off the deep end and weird philosophical stuff and then goes right back into monsters and giant robots and waifus and other stuff. So um, check it out, man. I'm really enjoying it. And finally, go to the movies and see Spider-Man Far From Home because that, my friends, is what we will be talking about next week on the So Wizard podcast. But that's going to do it for this week, episode 256 in a row. I've been your host, Joey DiCarlo, my co-host, the queen of all nerds, Aubrey Litchfield. Say, eat the cake, anime. Eat the cake, anime. God. And the expert, Mr. Marquis Marcellus Reagans. In the immortal words of the producer of Love and Other Disasters, sometimes you got to kill your baby. You got to fucking kill your baby. Wakanda forever. Oof, somebody should have killed this movie as a baby. <laughs> remember friends future events such as these may affect you in the future we'll see you next week good journey